0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode number three of Finding Common Ground. My name is Shad Brunson, and I'm glad to have the ability. I'm grateful for the opportunity to, to continue on with this, and, and I hope that you um, find some good, good information that you can take with you and, and make your day better. Uh, episode number two I had uh, was with Dr. Paul Jenkins, he is a cl- clinical psychologist specializing in the science and practice of positivity. Dr. Paul has a, a book called Pathological Positivity. He also has a popular uh, YouTube and and podcast called Live on Purpose. He used to be uh, a clinical psychologist, particularly spending time with victims of, of abuse and and different challenges that they might have, even including marital issues and, and things like that. But he has now switched over to the other side, which is more of that continued positive coaching. And he does that through seminars and, and, uh, other events. And Paul, Dr. Paul is great. I I learned a lot from him. One thing that stood out to me more than anything is, is the why me versus why not me principle and being able to switch from being a a constant victim to somebody who can look at a situation and say, you know what, why not me? I'm perfectly capable of handling this situation. And he gave an example of him being in a car accident not too long ago where he was driving through a busy intersection and somebody came through a red light and broadsided him and basically took the front end of his truck off. And fortunately, neither driver were injured and he thought about, you know, looking around in the intersection and seeing all the other individuals that could have been involved in that accident. Some, including, uh, you know, a young mother with children or somebody elderly, or someone who was in a smaller car that, to get hit by a larger truck and being able to say, you know what, I was perfectly capable, of, capable of handling this situation. So, so why not me? And I hope that makes sense. But um, we had a really good conversation. So for those of you who didn't hear that, you know, go back and listen and, and hope that you pull something good from that. Uh, what I would like to to discuss here uh, moving forward is on this particular episode is is I'm going to give some credit to an individual who I have learned to, to admire tremendously. This individual lives nearby my home i've never met him in person but i've i've had the opportunity of listening to him in person a couple of different times now and the message that he shares is is primarily religious i will say that up front he is a member of the church that i belong to the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints but for those of you who are of different faiths who listen to this please 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 go and listen because he has a, a remarkable gift of understanding human nature, understanding our divinity, where we come from. He had, has a great understanding of, of the scriptures. And I'm going to go ahead and read his bio. And so you get a little bit better and this will come right off. This comes right off the BYU, Brigham Young University Religious Education website. And it says Jared Halverson is an associate professor of Ancient Scripture. Coming to BYU after 24 years of serving in the church educational system. Raised in Texas and Southern California, he came to BYU originally as a presidential scholar and wide receiver on the football team. Leaving to serve a mission in Puerto Rico and returning to teach at the Missionary Training Center, he earned a bachelor's degree in history and a master's degree in religious education from BYU, and also a master's and PhD in American religious history from Vanderbilt University the story that he tells about the time spent there among other religions learning about church history uh, religious history I should say is is amazing and continue on here focusing on secularization faith loss and anti-religious rhetoric he is a frequently he is frequently involved with interfaith dialogue has been a feature speaker in both devotional and academic settings from coast to coast and hosts a popular YouTube channel and podcast called Unshaken. And I just started listening to Unshaken the other night, as a matter of fact, and it was it's kind of fun to just turn it on and put it next to my ear as I'm trying to fall asleep and listening to him go through the scriptures. Um, some of his episodes are very long, uh, but that's okay because its it's amazing content. So I suggest anyone go over and listen to unshaken. He also works one-on-one with people around the world experiencing faith crisis. So also I want to add this Jared's wife, Emily is a writer editor and substance abuse disorder counselor, and they have five children and he is admittingly um, open to sharing the struggles that his family has faced yeah, with mental issues and, um, and other issues that I, I don't know how you can face that, but I guess he's taken that. Why not me challenge from Dr. Paul and put that into play. But, you know, he has said that, you know, his family is perfectly capable of handling this, even though at times he feels like, like Peter underneath the water where, you know, Jesus reaches down and grabs him and pulls him out of the water after trying to walk on, on water there. And he gives a great example of that as well. Another, uh, I, I said in my introduction is I want to share a kind of a good news minute. And this is something that, that I would like to share. And it's, it's actually a pretty amazing, but the Tim Tebow foundation has a, has a, uh, a worldwide movement, they they call it, and it's something that the day, they do on a yearly basis, but it's called a, the Night to Shine, or Night to Shine, I guess, simple. And this is a, and I'm looking at the website right here, it says, Night to Shine is an unforgettable prom night experience centered on God's love for people with special needs. And so, this is a, a worldwide um, event. It will be... um broadcast worldwide. I don't know how exactly you watch it. I guess you can go to the Tim Tebow foundation to timtebowfoundation.org. And I think you can see it there, but our church, um, with the help of, um, some individuals that we have that have a lot of influence and a lot of connections, we're able to become a part of this, this event, this worldwide event. And so we will be sending a bunch of our youth local here, to um the awakened church um up in salt lake county uh, near salt lake to uh to attend this event and so people with special needs will go and participate in a in an amazing prom um evening and there will be a, a red carpet um limo rides uh, king and queens And I'm looking at pictures right here, and I guess it says here, you can watch it on YouTube. And um, I'm going to read this right here, right off the website. It says, how to attend Night to Shine. Night to Shine is a complimentary event for people with special needs hosted by local churches around the world. The event is open to anyone living with disabilities ages 14 and older. Although each event is a little bit different, some activities included... Are a red carpet entrance limousine rides dancing karaoke gifts and a catered dinner a respite room for parents and caregivers a crowning ceremony where every honored guest will receive a crown or a tiara and more night to shine is a celebration of god's love for you our kings and queens to attend night to shine is as an honored guest you will register through register through your local church location. One, and once registered your local host location will provide all necessary information to you about attending night to shine on Friday February 10th 2023 so again this is coming up very soon just in a few weeks but I wanted to share that that's um that'd be uh considered our good news minute for today and and uh, I'm proud to you know be somewhat a part of that just in in helping facilitate anything I can, I can offer there. Um, another thing that I want to do I want to continue on Jared Halverson, I want to go back to him and I want to share some things that he, again, like I said, I've, I've, I've listened to him in person a couple of times now. One in particular was just the other night, Sunday night. And it was pretty amazing because he just has a grasp of how to look things from a different lens. And, you know, I don't know if you've ever heard of, you know, having a, uh, somebody that's come in and coached you at work or in your religion or anything where they say, if you want to give it a different perspective at work, you know, just stand up on your desk, stand up on your desk and look around. If you want to get a a good, a different view of where you live, uh, go up on the roof, go up on the rooftop and look around and see how things look from that different lens or different view or different perspective. And Jared just has an amazing gift of doing that. He helps people view um, religion in a, in that way, Um, family, friends, our challenges and our circumstances. And he just has, like I said, that remarkable way of, of, of bringing that to light. And I want to talk about, um, he calls it the Goldilocks zone, and I want to give all references and and back to him, you know, I want to make sure that I do that right. That, you know, a lot of this comes from Jared and his, uh, his talks, but I want to make sure that I give that credit that way, the way it's supposed to anyway, he talks about the volcano hole on a miniature golf course. If you've ever gone miniature golfing and you see the windmill where the, where the blades are spinning and you have to time it right and hit it in through the windmill or there's that nasty volcano where it's almost impossible to get the ball up in uh, up into the hole. And I want to share an experience that I had uh years ago I golfed with a a buddy of mine in a in a Halloween golf tournament. And <clears throat> it was it was a lot of fun and we were actually killing it. Like we were we were golfing just amazing. We we actually really golfed well together and especially in tournaments and stuff and we were just like I said we were just killing the the course and and with this Halloween event, you dress up in actually a, cost, a Halloween costume and, and the golf course actually made it a very difficult golf course by putting the tee boxes in different locations and putting obstacles in front of you. And this one particular hole, the hole was up on the back of the green up on the hill. And so you had to hit it just right to be able to get a, a hole in one. You just, you had to just measure it perfectly. And if you hit it too hard, it would go right up over the green. If you hit it too soft, it would just roll up and come back. And uh, and it took us about 10, 10 strokes to to get the ball in the hole. And, and and that pretty much killed us and sealed our fate for that golf tournament. But we were, like I said, we were doing amazing up until then. But with the Goldilocks zone, what he, what Jared is talking about is, you know, when Goldilocks tried the porridge and one was too cold, one was too hot and the other one was just right. And, and he talks about the, the miniature golf hole. And I'm actually going to quote him right here. And it says like, and this is, I said, I here, I quote the volcano hole in miniature golf. It's my least favorite. I'll take the min- windmill any day. You just have to time it right. But the volcano hole, you have to find the Goldilocks zone too hard. And it just goes up and over and too soft. And it just goes up and back down. It is hard to find that middle ground. And again, I think that's the message of of my podcast is helping individuals through discussion and and interaction that that we can you know we can get together and find that that real middle ground of uh, between. And you know i I personally think that. You know, how amazing would it be to have, and maybe it happens, maybe it doesn't. I don't know. I just think through media and and the politics and social media and things that we have nowadays, we just scream at each other and shoot cannonballs over the wall. And we just never get anywhere. We just always try to prove that we're right. We always try to prove that the other is wrong. And, you know, how, how awesome would it be if we had some people that absolutely hate government and hate politics to sit down with people who are in top positions in Washington and to actually have those people listen and and try to understand because I don't think that happens now. And I've said this before, but you know, there's always been struggles with, with politics and division, but You know, I just don't know if it'll ever get fixed to be honest with you. But, you know, when we, when we think about such nasty division, um, like I said, we're just screaming at each other and we don't get anywhere. Um, and you know, think about this even more. Do you think politicians are just sitting back thinking, man, I love the way things are right now. This is great. I sure hope not. I I sure hope they don't. But for some reason, like I said, each side, meaning the left or the right or the politician and the citizen, we just scream at the top of our lungs of how wrong the other is. And that'll never work. We all know that. When do we take a deep breath and chill out, look at ourselves in the mirror and just say, Hey, I'm here to help. And I'm here to help figure this out. Um, as we know, and as we go along, I mean, each day there's course corrections and it's on how we respond to those course corrections that are, that are extreme. And I don't know how that'll ever work. You know, a particular president or particular administration makes a change, or maybe it's your church, maybe it's your boss, maybe it's the company you work for, maybe it's your family. I mean, could you imagine if um, what it'd be like. And this, I'm sure this happens, but I I can imagine what this would look like in my own family. If I came home and just my wife comes home from work and my kids. And I said, okay, sit down. This is a course, course correction that we're going to take. And you're going to deal with it. And I make some extreme adjustment or some adjustment that, that didn't have input from my equal partner or even my children. And they didn't have any say in that. And I just said, Hey, here's our course correction they're going to freak out. They're going to scream at the top of their lungs. They're going to say, Hey, what's this, what's going on? And what's the better way to do it? Let's, you know, let's sit down and talk about it. Say, Hey, I've got a, I think I've got an issue we need to bring up and let's discuss it. And I want to talk about ways that we can come to an agreement. I think we need to make a course correction, but I do want to get your input here so that we can ultimately make the correct correction. So I don't know, I hopefully, and I would love, I absolutely would love to have Jared Halverson and other people like that. I've got a whole list of people that I want to have on, on my podcast, but again, I strongly urge you look up unshaken, look up Jared Halverson. You can find some YouTube um, videos of him getting up and giving, we call them talks in, in our church. They're less, it's a less formal uh, name than a, a sermon, but that's, that's what we, that's what we call them in our faith. And, and you can see some of those that he has put out there, but like I said, set aside what you might believe or what you might think, or if you've just, you know, come in with an open mind. And I'm not saying that it's there to try to persuade you one way or another on the religion you belong to, but it's, it's something that I think we can all pull from. And for those of us who believe deeply in family, Deep, believe deeply in strong relationships. It's definitely absolutely, um, an amazing individual that can, can give you some, some different perspective and help. Uh, I do have, I, I confirmed actually yesterday that, uh, my buddy Alex DeBoard is, uh, going to come on and do an episode with me. And we're going to talk about how we met. I briefly touched on it on my Uh, original introduction podcast, but we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about friendships. We're going to talk about how we get to know each other, how we got to know each other and how that we've been friends now for almost three years. And, you know, he lives practically across the country. And, and because of Alex, I have been able to met some other amazing people. I consider Cody Watson, an amazing friend, Uh, a new friend, Tyler, um, a new friend, Nick Wilson, and some of the others uh, in Joshua and, and Josh and some of the other guys that I went out and, and did some hunting with back in Illinois, uh, back in November. And uh, I just got a confirmation from Cody today that that he's booked his flight, he and Tyler, and they're going to come out here and, and spend a few days with me and a couple of my friends. We're going to go turkey hunting down in, to, in southeastern Utah I told him that we're going to pass through Moab, which is a, you know, a worldwide destination for people that come and want to see the Red Rock and do jeeping and, you know, those type of things and whitewater rafting. And, and he's super excited. I'm, and I'm really grateful that I have been able to get to know those guys. They're just simply amazing people. And I've never could never dream of meeting such wonderful people that had been through a specific circumstance that I will talk about when I do have Alex on and, uh, we'll get that released and, and they have a podcast of their own. Again, I want to, I want to plug that it's called talk about it outdoors. They have well over a hundred episodes now and their primary, um, topic of conversation is outdoors hunting, fishing, Um, But they also touch on family, they touch on friendships, they touch on the, some of the charity work and things that they do and are getting into, which will be more and more. And I think they're developing a a really good platform and they're just, like I said, they're just easy to talk to and just good people that are going to put their heart on their sleeve and, and be there for you when you need them. Um, I'll close here and, and just kind of sign off here with, um, Some of my thoughts, you know, I, like I said, I've had some, some health issues that have caused a little bit of depression. I get depressed in the, in the winter time anyway, particularly as soon as new year's is done and out of the way and all that fun stuff. You're tearing down Christmas, you're tearing down your Christmas lights, and then it's just gray and cold. And this particular winter has been super cold and consistently cold and snowy you look outside and it's, it's just kind of gray and February is not, is, is particularly my hardest month just because the snow kind of gets gray and yucky and, and it's just, everything's frozen, but I look forward to when it starts to to turn and, and the the weather starts to change, but we have had an absolute dump of snow this year. The ski resorts have just been loaded. I I've heard that they will probably be even open into June and maybe July, some ski resorts because of the snowpack that they'll have up there. And, and, um, and that's pretty incredible. And we desperately needed the, the snow for sure. We kind of live and die on that, um, here in the West and out in the desert, but I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for, like I said, my, my family and friends and, and hope that, um, this is a place, like I said, you can go and, or come to and, and find some good content to perk you up and, make you think about things a little bit and hopefully bring some positivity into your world. And I hope you stick around. And like I said, as we build on, on episodes here, I hope you come back and, and I'll find ways to other ways to interact as well. But again, uh, episode number three in the books, short and sweet. And I hope you have a wonderful day and please tune in uh, for what we have coming up. Take care.